Hey, hey, friends. This is Jessie DeShane, a chronic illness support coach and host over here on the Chronically Healing Podcast. When I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was scared and immediately started looking for support. After finding so much negativity in the autoimmune world, I decided to start a community that emphasizes positivity and healing. On this show, you will hear me have conversations with people just like you who are on their own unique healing journey with chronic illness. There might be a few tears, but you are guaranteed to have a bunch of laughs and lots and lots of love and support. Let's dive into the show. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. I hope you've been loving all of the wonderful guests we've been having lately. I have so many great people scheduled, and I feel so grateful. I'm so happy that everyone is finding this podcast helpful and that people are connecting with it. That's like the whole reason that I started it, and I'm so happy to be holding space for people to be sharing their stories with chronic illness. I hope that you guys have been liking these episodes. Definitely shoot me a message or talk to me over on Instagram and let me know which episode has been your favorite so far. I can't wait to hear more. But anyway, today I actually wanted to take it back to another short personal episode with just me. Just over a month ago, I had my Marina IUD taken out, which I'm sure you guys remember in one of the previous episodes, and I wanted to update y'all on how that's going. So about a month ago, I got back in the medical stirrups, as they say. I don't think anybody says that. I just made that up and had my IUD taken out and, you know, a surprise pap while we were at it because my gyno is the worst. Um, Actually, she's probably the only Western medicine doctor that I currently trust. So maybe she's not the worst, but I definitely wasn't expecting that. The whole procedure itself was painful, but thankfully I wasn't putting another IUD in. So I only had a few seconds of pain. My doctor lectured me a little bit on how not to get pregnant unless I want to, then she's all set to start baby planning with Hashimoto's for me. But, um, and then she like just sent me on my way. I spent the rest of the day resting on the couch because I had some occasional spotting and a few period cramps, but by the next day, I was totally fine. Immediately after getting my IUD taken out, I started eating grain-free, sugar-free, and caffeine-free. As you guys all know, I've already been gluten-free. I should also add dairy-free in there. For the most part, I'm dairy-free, but I tried to be as dairy-free as possible just to help support my body. I had been detoxing caffeine for a couple of weeks, so thankfully I didn't have to deal with any sickness from that. I had a few period-like cramps for the next few days, but honestly, I felt fine. I noticed that I lost some puffiness, but nothing crazy, except one big freaking change. My breasts stopped hurting. (laughs) Seriously, um, they... In about two days of getting my IUD out, I would say they dropped almost entire cup size. I'm not kidding, and that's not a bad thing. My boobs had been growing because they were full of inflamed cysts. I have like fibroids, whatever. I have like cystic breasts um, that are, and they're seriously so painful to the point where like I had to wear a sports bra to bed just so like my chest wouldn't move around and it was difficult to hug anyone. I'd yell at Ben sometimes because the pain would be so bad when he would try to hug me that I was like, just please, please don't. So yeah, in fact, I actually have to get them checked again in June because there was one cyst that they didn't like the look of, so they just want to like keep an eye on it. So it's kind of something I've been dealing with for a couple of years now, and I just kind of ignored it. Um, but yeah, within like, I want to say like 48 hours, 
all of the pain and inflammation went away and it hasn't come back yet. And I'm hoping to hell that it doesn't come back because honestly, even if that's the only symptom that changes for me, that is big enough and I'll never, never miss the IUD because of that. Then it hit. The hormonal emotions, the hormones, all of it hit all at once. I was so sad about everything for like three days straight. I didn't want to be anywhere near Ben or anyone really. I was starving all the time and then I would be like not hungry at all. I was crabby as fuck. (laughs) I was so sad and that I was just sad. I was crabby. I was crabby that I was sad. I would cry when I was happy, when I was mad, sad, tired, etc. It was nuts. Apparently something women go through all the time, according to my best friend, Michelle, who deals with endometriosis and PCOS. Um, Actually, if you want to listen to her episode, I recorded a podcast with her right at the beginning of this podcast birthing. So it's actually episode number two, which would be interesting for you guys to listen to. But anyway, she told me that it was actually pretty normal for people to be feeling um, all these hormonal emotions. So she just told me that, you know, I needed to feel it. And Uh, my coach also told me the same thing. She was like, yeah, you're, you know, your feminine is like, hey, bitch, I haven't been around for a while. Maybe, (laughs) maybe we should, maybe we should say hello and you should start to like pay attention to your emotions a little bit. So it was a little bit all over the place for a couple of days after that. But once that went away, I felt fine again. I started a liver cleanse right after that that I struggled with for about two weeks. I didn't stick to the plan 100% only because it caused for using or it called for using um, shakes as meal replacements. And the shakes were only like 100 calories each, which would put me at eating like 500 calories a day for two weeks. And I'm just like not about that life. I don't believe in that. So I stuck to the plan and stuck to mostly grain, sugar, dairy, caffeine-free with a couple of mistakes along the way. I didn't lose any weight, which sucked because I'm always looking to lose weight. Um, And I actually felt really bad the whole time I was doing it. I had a lot of headaches, a lot of constipation, weird digestive stuff. I was so gassy, like lots of burping and, you know, fun stuff like that, which is not my normal daily life. But I will say during this liver cleanse, I definitely noticed a improvement on my brain fog. I remember even telling Ben, like, I feel like the sky looks bluer and I feel like I just can see clearer now and things are brighter. I'll also say that it was about the same time that like Chicago actually started having sun again. Um, so that could be part of it, but, uh, definitely had some improvement in my brain fog during the liver cleanse, which was good. So the liver cleanse ended about two weeks ago and I went straight back into just dieting and supplements. I've still struggled with grains, you know, what else is new? And I've noticed that I'm back to being pretty puffy. So I've got to figure that out. But otherwise, I feel pretty normal. This week was another quote unquote cranky week. I just felt like I was under a cloud. I actually introduced coffee to try to help with that a little bit, (laughs) but, um, but it didn't help too much. But it didn't make me sick either, which was great. I've had a few days of just like pure emotions, anger and feelings of wanting to be alone. I'd cry about everything. In fact, I even got some bad news on this past Friday that my boss is leaving my job, which sucks. I love my boss. I've talked about my boss on this podcast before or just my job in general, I should say. But 
I literally almost had a panic attack when she started telling us about it and I couldn't like talk all day because I was so afraid that I would start crying. I got home and I honestly just cried uncontrollably to Ben for like two hours, not really, more like a half hour, but still it felt like a long time. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my boss and I don't like change, but normally not to the point of crying uncontrollably about it for an hour. (laughs) Today I'm feeling a lot better it's actually Sunday today, the Sunday before this episode goes up on Wednesday. So that's good. I still haven't gotten a period yet. um, But really, I'm not really worried about that. I've only had my IUD out for a month. I'm sure it'll come back with, I'm sure it will come back, which honestly, I'm a little nervous about. Um, I haven't had a period in seven years. And my periods used to be pretty awful before that. So I'm a little bit nervous about them. But I am looking forward to that coming back together. Um, I'm also still on my spironolactone for my hormonal acne. It's a prescription that I take for that. Um, I will be staying on that until after my wedding to control any hormonal acne that might want to pop up. My doctor said we'd transition off of that after the wedding. Yes, I'm staying on it for vanity reasons, but y'all, I, I'm i honestly so terrified of getting acne back that um, it's just something I want to do for now. So another thing I've been doing actually is using my Daisy Fertility Monitor. It is It still doesn't know my cycle at all, obviously, because I haven't had a true cycle so um but I'm doing it every morning taking my temperature and that will be the form of birth control that I use as well as you know other forms of birth control but this will be what I will be using to track my cycle so I've been really enjoying that I will link the daisy in the show notes just in case you guys are interested in looking into that but Yeah, so next week I'm getting blood work done. Actually, not next week, this week. I need to call tomorrow and make an appointment. And then I'm going into the doctor next week to see where my hormones are are at. So I'll make sure to do an update after that appointment so I can let you guys know how everything's going. Maybe that'll be up in either mm, the end of April or beginning of May. So keep an eye out for that. But as always, just feel free to send me an email or send me a message on Instagram if you ever have any recommendations for the podcast, if there's anything you'd like me to talk about, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, you can email me at jessie at jessiedeshane.com. That's J-E-S-S-I-E at J-E-S-S-I-E-D-E-S-C-H-A-N-E dot com. I will leave that in the show notes as always. You can look at that if you'd like. Um, But yeah, we have some amazing podcasts coming up this month. I'm so excited. Um, I have a couple of interviews this week and then one more interview next week. And then I'm full of podcasts through the beginning of May. And then I have a couple of podcast episodes or um, I should say guests slotted that I've reached out to to see if they're interested in being on the podcast. So so yeah, it's going to be lots of fun. I have some awesome people coming on the podcast. And my last few um, episodes have been with some amazing people. So make sure you've checked those out if you haven't already. But thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already to this podcast. You should be able to subscribe on pretty much any large podcasting network. Otherwise, I always have these on my blog, which is justjessieblog.com. And I put them up every Wednesday so that you can listen just directly on my website as well if you'd like. But until next week, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon.